from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal places. And why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one that whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Uh, there is a lot going on in the house today. Uh, Santa is downstairs. Um, it's Bambinelli Sunday, and so uh, today the, uh, your uh, figurines of Christ are going to bring, and uh, they'll be blessed. Uh, that happens at 11 as well. And it's uh, Gadate Sunday, so, and we're wearing robes. It's a, it's a joyful day. Um, and with regard to uh, this rose color, I'm, I want to kind of break my message up today in three R's. So the first is rebirth, uh, the second is rescue, and the last one is rejoice. Um, so with rebirth, um, so we're going to bring uh, your figurines up. Um, and when you think about that, as, as Christ is not in uh, the manger yet, because we haven't reached Christmas, uh, we have a lot of empty cribs. So I brought the empty crib from the manger that will be up uh, next week. So this is the empty crib. Uh, back in 2008, uh, Pope Benedict uh, was on this day, uh, Ben Benelli Sunday, talked about he said this crib is the school of life where we learn to achieve and receive true joy, meaning Christ. That's true joy in our lives. But the school of life, when we think about rebirth, when we were baptized, uh, we were given the cure for original sin. But yet we suffer the effects the rest of our life. And so, really, all of our life, we have to resist the temptations that are the effects of original sin. And so we have to continually be rescued. That's what Jesus is doing all of our life. He rescued us once, and he continues to rescue us by coming in our life and giving us strength to re uh, 
to reject the sin that can take us off track. Um, so this uh, empty crib, the school of life, I'm going to put up on the altar, uh, really because that's what we do every week. Every time we come to Mass, we bring our prayers, petitions, and the things that we're struggling with, the things that we're asking for, really, as offerings to God. And we receive in gratitude and rejoice the fact that Jesus is here helping us. Uh, so when we think about rescue, um, this is the time of year where oftentimes we when we're together with family, we'll start watching some of those epic movies together, you know, their action or suspense. And um, so my uh, two son-in-laws, they're, you know, connoisseurs of these types of movies. And so they introduced me to one. Um, it's called The Guardian. If any of you have seen that, it has Kevin Costner and Ashton Kutcher. Um, it's a movie about the U.S. Coast Guard helicopter rescue swimmers. Uh, it, they really exist, they go out and they save people that have, uh, from a shipwreck or stranded out in the ocean. Um, I was so interested in the movie that I really wanted to see, well, what, what happens in real life? You know, because a lot of times movies are dramatized, so I, I started reading about some of the stories of uh, what these uh, rescue swimmers go through, and I ran across what was described as the most extreme, biggest, most dangerous rescue that they have. And it started uh, me thinking about the connection with our own rescue in our life and our relationship with Jesus. Um, so the worst one that they've ever had was in 2008. And interestingly enough, it was on Easter morning. That's a nice uh, coincidence, isn't it? So the greatest rescue was on Easter morning. Uh, it was a ship called the Alaskan Ranger, and it went completely down. It had a, a, a crew of 47. Um, most of them did not get in a boat. Uh, it was, uh, you know, they were in, they got into wetsuits that allowed them to survive for a period of time, but uh, the ship went down. Um, so the helicopter, this was the first scene that I really liked as I was reading through the documented case of this. Um, it was, the weather was described as a snow squall, which I didn't really know what that was, but it's, it's intense wind and snow. The waves were 20 foot tall waves, windy, cold, freezing water, and you think about this helicopter approaching the scene of where this ship has gone down, and you think of that rescue swimmer that's going to be lowered down on a cable into that chaos, that horrible situation. Now, their slogan is that so others will live. So that others will live. Maybe you can see my connection with Jesus as we think about uh, the three. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They're having that conversation and the Son says, yes, I will go down and rescue the people. And Jesus is lowered down 
on Christmas Day, he'll be lowered down into the school of life, the situation that we're in in our lives, Jesus being lowered into that. I, I couldn't get that image out of my mind when I thought about that rescue swimmer being lowered into this chaotic ocean situation, but so that others may live. Well, there were a couple other things that I thought was really uh, important uh, to bring out of this story. Um, when the helicopter uh, approached, the ship was gone. It's complete darkness. And of course, the, the weather is terrible. But on these wetsuits that the uh, people had, there were little lights that would flicker. So the helicopter, they could see, and they said it was a mile and a half of people that they needed to rescue. They weren't all in one place. They were spread out everywhere. And they had to be rescued one by one. Again, an analogy, it's such a coincidence. We're rescued one by one. Each of our situations are different. And Jesus rescues us and works with us, lives with us in the situation, the school of life. He's with us with, in every step of the way. Uh, the last point that I found really interesting was that, of course, these uh, individuals in the water are terrified. Um, and so they don't always react the right way. They don't know really how to be saved. I mean, no one teaches that. And if they do go through some training classes, you know, you don't really take it seriously. But when you're the one in the ocean and you want to be saved, you're not always in the best way that you can, you know, work with the rescue diver to be saved. So every story was different. Uh, they had to have, you know, uh, coolness of minds to figure out, okay, how do we help this one individual? Because sometimes they would get, you know, over-anxious in trying to get saved. Um, I found the whole thing very fascinating to think about how we really apply ourselves when we think of Jesus' perspective as we are the ones in the water. And Jesus is being lowered to help us. That brings us to the final R, rejoice, which is today. Uh, we're almost to the end, but we aren't there. So we light the special candle because it's a glimmer of light. It's just a glimmer of light. It's not, we're not to Christmas Day yet. We don't have all the light yet. It's a glimmer of light. So I was, you think about the people in the water when that helicopter was approaching. We are about to be saved. The gratitude, can you imagine how they felt when they saw something coming? Because it was nothing. They were in the middle of the ocean. Here comes a potential saving of me. The gratitude that those people have. That's the way we need to approach these days of Advent, really our whole life. Every day we're in the school of life. We need to approach it with this kind of gratitude of how Jesus is saving us every single day, with us all the time. Uh, the last point that I think we have to take away from this is when we have so much gratitude, 
because we're being saved. We really need to think about how are we signing up to be one of those rescue swimmers to help Jesus? Because we're called to do that. We're called to be rescue swimmers to our own brothers and sisters. And so we need to think about that. We're in this school of life and we're all working together, but the strength of multiple rescue swimmers out there helping each other grow closer to Christ. Yeah.